Hi, welcome back to the Jamil Gabriel Show. I'm your host, Jamil Gabriel, and I'm sorry about how my nose just like clogged up on me on that. Anyway, I talked about the other t- uh, podcast about HR um, 127 by Sheila and AR 15 weighs as much as 50 pound moving box Jackson, and she just came out. Well, and I said before that I wasn't able to read it. So this is worse than what I um, thought it would be. I thought it was just going to be like, oh, well, you're not allowed to have AR-15s. No, 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 no. And this is the worst part is Sheila Jackson has stated she just put the cards on the table. She's like, um, well, we own the we own Congress and we own the executive branch. So let's just pass this. Screw them. We the Democrats own this. So, yeah, this she she's going to put it through. And usually I'd be laughing at it because it's such a ridiculous bill. But because Democrats own the uh, Senate and Congress, they, they're going to pass this bill. Okay. So HR 127 requires the government to know where and what model gun you have uh, and where you're storing it. So not like, um, I, you know, I have a 1911 you know, it's in my house. No, 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 no. It's got to be, I have my 1911 kept in a safe downstairs in my basement. It has to say that, okay? And mind you, in this bill, it says that this is going to be public knowledge. So where do you think, if you were a robber, where would you think a gun would be held? Just, just, just name it, all right? You just gave a shopping list. Oh, I have a Kimber 1911 or a Wilson Combat 1911 in my basement. All right, behind a safe. Oh, what's this? Jamil has a, nine, a Wilson Combat 1911? Well, I got to bring the tools to crack that safe, and I'm going down there while he's at work. And most people don't, aren't home. They're not home because they work in the, you know, in the morning and the afternoon. So you have robbers and they just had a nice shopping list to steal your gun, to steal your firearm. And another thing about this is that there are 400 million firearms legally owned. Who do you think is going to have to put all that registry in? Who? They're going to have to pay people to do that. So not also are you telling them you're take they're taking your tax dollars to do this. This isn't even the worst part. The bill, you have to have a license, a license. Okay. And people are like, oh, well, a license isn't bad. No, 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 no. The license requires you to have 24 hours worth of training. Okay. First off, how are you going to find time for 24 hours worth of training? Okay, you work 40-hour days. You're eight, gone eight hours. You want to rest. You, maybe you have, maybe you're a single mother and you have two kids at home and you have to work two jobs. That's 16 hours. So where are you going to find 24 hours to do training just to get a uh, license? How much do you think? It's going to cost because firearm instructors aren't cheap. Ammo's not cheap. How how do you think they're going to pay for that? How are you going to pay for that? If you were a firearm instructor, how much would you charge? 
I can tell you right now, on the low end, I would charge $30 an hour. So you're paying 600, what is it? 600, uh, $660. If it's $30 an hour to learn about firearms. I mean, just to get a firearm license nowadays is about $200 and you only need like a one hour training course for concealed carry. This is just a firearm license just to have the firearm. Just to be eligible for it. This isn't even the worst part. With this license, you have to be cleared to be mentally stable. Which they will have... Which this even says it in the bill. If you're uh, married or you're in a divorce, your ex-husband or ex-wife has a say. Because that's really smart. Because everyone's ex-husband or ex-wife loves them. No, I've seen so much arguments between the two. And they're, they're going to have a say? What if it's that... Now, just imagine, what if that's that single mother that I was talking about? What if she had an abusive ex-husband? And now they're going to go up to him and be like, Hey, um, should she have a firearm? He's like, no, no, she shouldn't. And then he kills her anyway. This happened in New Jersey. Don't, don't tell me that it's never happened. It took her so long to get the uh, to get the background check done or whatever. She was killed because she feared for her life. She went to the um, she went to the gun store and said, "I think my husband wants to kill me, or my ex husband wants to kill me." And they're like, "Well, the uh, background check. There's a two week waiting period. Within a week, she was killed." So don't think that this is not gonna happen. It has happened. Okay, this even gets better. This gets better. You're also required with this license to have a gun insurance. Yeah, because Sheila Jackson thinks that cars are like guns or guns are like cars. So you have to have insurance. And we all know how great insurance companies are. I mean, come on. If you use it, you got to pay more. So say, you know, now, I, I I mean, I hate insurance companies personally, but say you kill someone and you have a lot of court fees and all that other stuff, insurance would be good in that sense. But most people in this world, it's a deterrent. You have a firearm, someone robs you, you point the gun, they run away. <laughs> okay? If they're feared for your life. It's more of a deterrent than actual. Now, yes, people do use it more oftentimes um, to defend themselves. And that could be very expensive. There's no doubt about it. But the majority of the population that has guns will never, will um, never fire their firearm at another human being. They'll use it safely. Most, most people I know have a firearm. They never shot it. Never. Not even at the range. And I was I was in the military for quite a while. So these these are people that had it and they just had it for defense. So you have insurance and you pay this. You just keep paying monthly. Okay. And we all know insurance is going to be ranging on the gun or whatever. And they'll be like, well, if it's a 50 caliber Barrett sniper rifle, which costs five thousand dollars, then we got to charge you one hundred twenty dollars per month for uh, for that firearm. Because, you know, that that's what insurances are going to be used for. And so 
you're paying and you have it for many years. I mean, this is just ridiculous. They think that, like, the Second Amendment, it, it's just a regular law. Like, oh, it's a privilege. Like, owning a car, it's a privilege because I'm driving on the roads. No, it's a right. A well-regulated well militia being necessary for a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. I might have missed like a word, but that's pretty much verbatim of what the Constitution says. So, but they think it's a car, you know. Oh, well, let's just, you know, let's treat it like a car. Let's make them pay insurance. So how many people could afford insurance? On top of it, have a firearm and insurance for each one. Because you know it's not going to be just encompassing a whole area. We all know that's not true. They have insurances for everything, okay? If you get another car, you have to have insurance on both vehicles. It doesn't, just doesn't, it's not like one big umbrella. So with this license, it's just, well, it's not, it's even worse than a car. Because you don't have to like renew after like 10 years. In this bill, it says you have to renew every year up to five years. So after five years of good use, or essentially not using your firearm... It's three years after that. And you have to take that 24-hour class. Now, this is where uh, this is where it gets even better. Like, I, I just keep, you know, nailing it. Because this thing's like, I've actually read this thing. So, if you're diagnosed with depression, you are, you cannot own a firearm. Period. Even if you admitted yourself in, you're like, man, I'm feeling really depressed. You know, a lot of things happen. I should go see help, which is very brave of you. You don't have that right. It's gone now. It's completely gone. You're you're gone. How many people are going to hide that? I can tell you a lot. People are afraid to, you know, admit that they were depressed in the first place. And now that they're gonna, they know they're going to lose their rights, do you think that they're going to knowingly admit themselves into a mental institute? I wouldn't. <sighs> okay. So, and now to the best part. If you have these assault weapons, you need another license to own them. Okay? If you display them on your wall, like say you have a gun room, all right? Say you're pretty rich, you have a gun room, and you put it on a wall, all right? You're a single bachelor, you put a or bachelorette, and you put your guns on the wall. In order for you to have that in your house to be mounted on the wall, you have to have an antique license. And it has to say what firearms going where. And it must be considered an antique. Now, some of you might be saying, well, what can I do? I mean, the, the Democrats won. This, we're, we're fucked. This is what you do, okay? Congress works for the people, all right? You, you, you write to them, write to them every day. If you have to email them every day and I'll do it too. I'll call them. You tell them if you uh, pass this bill, I will not be voting for you. It's that simple. They will do what it takes to remain in power. So tell them, tell them that if you, and if enough people 
get a lot of phone calls in and say, if you pass this bill, I will not be voting for you. And if they do, they'll pay for it in 2022. They'll pay for it in the next re-election cycle. <sighs> so that's a, that's that's I had to talk about that. So now let's talk about Donald Trump. So how crazy is it? How insane, certifiably insane that Democrats are now trying to kick him out of his house in Mar-a-Lago. They're saying he cannot live in a business establishment because Mar-a-Lago is a business. So they're saying, oh, well, you're not allowed to live in your own business. How freaking insane do you have to be to try messing with this dude while he's like pretty much retired? He's out. He can't hurt you. I mean, is Trump derangement syndrome so severe that you literally have to, you have to like get rid of a boogeyman? You have to get rid of him, even though it doesn't exist. He can't hurt you anymore. He's done. Okay. He wasn't hurting. He was hurting the establishment. Now this proves it. This proves that he was hurting the establishment. But the boogeyman can't hurt you anymore. You got what you wanted. You got sleepy, creepy Joe Biden, Jim Crow Joe, Beijing Biden. You got him. Okay. And he's ruining your lives. And that's such a pity. But I'll get to him later. So they're, they're trying to kick him out of Mar-a-Lago. It's just insane. Because he can't live there. Dude is 74 years old. Let him retire. Let him do it. He, he's already established his legacy. He won. He won. He made you guys look like fools. He destroyed the GOV. He completely ruined it. And there's nothing you could do. His legacy has been cemented. It's done. You can't do anything about it. I know you I know you want to. I know you want to tarnish his legacy so bad, but you, but there's nothing you can do. It's already been written in history books. It's like the death note. Write your name down after 4 years. It's on, done. Donald Trump wrote, wrote four, you know, Donald Trump wrote his name down on numerous executive orders and numerous bills. His legacy is sealed and it's going to be talked about for a very long time for the foreseeable future. Okay. Now let's talk about another I forgot his freaking name because he's so he's so worthless. He's he's saying that he's going to be the face of the Republican Party. And you know, we're going to try Trump. Like No. First off, do you know how you know it's going to destroy the Republican Party? It's going to destroy the Democratic Party. We're not going to be united. If you pursue this impeachment, if you continue to pursue this impeachment and it somehow miraculously works, all right, you're going to have a lot of deaths on your hands. That is a guarantee. And I'm not saying I'm doing anything. I will clearly state that. I'm not saying I'll do something, but I'm not stupid to not know what's going to happen, all right? For example, the United Kingdom has a, um, has a fail-safe, so when the queen dies, because they know that a lot of people are going to commit suicide to try to be with their queen. It's it's outlined in the, you know, I forgot what it was called. But it's outlined on how they're going to take care of that to prevent people from committing suicide. How many people do you think are going to say, America is screwed, we're done, 
there's nothing left to live for. How many people do you think? Let's go by a small number, a very small number, okay, out of these 76 million people that voted for him. 10. 10 people. You clearly was campaigning that, well, COVID, you know, one person shouldn't have died. It was all Trump's fault, all Trump's fault. So 10 people go on a rampage and kill five, uh, five individuals. That's 50 people. So wh which one is it? Does one person's life matter or no one's life matters? I mean, take your pick. Take your pick. You can't be just doing this and picking and choosing what you want. It doesn't work like that. So is one life matter? If it does, then you know what you should do. Just end this impeachment. He's gone. It's over. Or do you want to keep uh, dis uh, disenfranchising your um, your voter base? Do you want to just keep getting rid of it? So let's say Trump gets impeached, right? Or he gets kicked out of office. He's not allowed to run again. Best case scenario that I could see happening is Trump still, you know, put, puts money out and pretty much primaries these guys and then puts a puppet inside. Maybe Don Jr. puts a puppet inside the White House. Don Jr., right? And then endorses him, teaches him how to run for president. You still got Donald. He's pulling the strings back there. He's the he's the puppet master. He's the one you're after, but you can't do anything. So that's that's the best case scenario. What happens? Worst case scenario. People outcry. Everyone says America's done. There's nothing left to live for. They go on a rampage. Riots break out. Um, Joe Biden being an idiot because he doesn't you know read what he signs issues um you know. Some kind of military order to stop the civilians. Civilians get injured. You start a civil war. That happens. Um, Trump, behind the scenes, creates the Patriot Party. Um, that fractures the Republican voter base. No Republican is ever elected again. Even if it doesn't go to civil war, no Republican will ever be voted again. If he creates another political party, it's going to fracture at least 50-50. You need as many votes as you can. Everyone's out. There, there's no way a Republican will ever, 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 ever um, be president or hold a seat in Senate. Uh, I mean, it's your pick what you, what you want to do. So I, I just, I, I don't know why they, they're trying to get rid of him so bad. Well, I do know because... Big money is, you know, funding their campaign and they're like, well, you know, we want the old Republican Party where we have constant wars and killing people and all this other stuff. I mean, that's the one we want. We want the one that makes Halliburton and Raytheon rich and Boeing, all these guys that funded joke, uh, Beijing Biden's campaign. So... I mean, you're screwing over your voter base. You're never going to be elected again if you continue this. This is just stupid. You're willing to to hold on to that power. You're willing to destroy the entire Republican Party. The entire one. It's not, You're going to get primaried anyway. Don't get me wrong. Liz Cheney, who is all for 
uh, you know, going after Trump and all this other stuff. In the her state, her approval rating is 13%. 13%. You are done. Mitch McConnell, 16%. So you're gonna you're screwed. You are screwed unless you start changing it and you start following Trump. That's the only way. What Trump has makes him the most powerful man in the world. Period. He has a following. A big following. It's bigger than the Republican Party. It's bigger than the Democratic Party. He has a following that just cannot be stopped. Period. Now, you could either jump on the bandwagon or you could lose your seat. And potentially lose your life. Okay? People are on edge right now. And you just continue pissing people off. Now, there's some cool heads out there that are like, okay, on 2022, we'll get them back. We'll make them pay. But some people aren't that rational. They just lost their homes. They lost their businesses. Uh, the statute of limitations is going to end this year, which means a lot of people that were renting, they have to pay that rent. Landlords are going broke. Now, you have to do something quickly or else these guys have nothing left to lose. And what happens when you corner an animal? What happens? Now let's get back to the man of the hour. Beijing Biden. Joe, Jim Crow Joe. So aside from him signing more executive orders, who he clearly stated that you can't lead from signing executive orders. And, I, and it's really funny because I was on Facebook and I read this. Someone said, Jim Crow Joe. Well, he actually used his real name. Jim Crow Joe wouldn't have to sign this many executive orders if the last president was good. How about no? How about Jim Crow Joe goes to Congress to pass these laws? How about that? If it was such a popular law, why not just sign it? Why does he have to do executive action? Why? I I mean, shouldn't you just pass it through uh, Congress? Make it a law? I mean, that's, that's kind of what the Constitution is for. Should be signing this many executive orders. You know why? Because that's what a dictator does. That's exactly what a dictator does. And uh, Jim Crow Joe said it best. Okay, so there's no excuse whatsoever for someone to go, well, why not? Why does he, you know, if the last president was good, then he shouldn't have to sign all these executive orders. No. If he was good, then he should just be able to pass it through Congress because that's what the people want, right? So, um, aside from that, one of the, it's really funny that it's now a pity. Now people are like, oh yeah, Jim Crow Joe was an idiot. This, this is awful. My mom is, you know, can't afford her insulin medication, which yeah, Joe Biden actually, uh, reverted that back. So now there's no limit on insulin medication. Trump actually signed it. That's one of his good things that he did. So insulin was affordable. Now, if you don't know what insulin does, your body needs insulin. In order to make ATP, it needs insulin. It needs to convert those sugars from food into adenotriphosphate. I think that's what it is, the ATP. And then your cells use that to make energy. It's essentially the currency. So now that, you know, insulin is expensive, and that's, what, that's why a lot of people died early with diabetes, 
It was a death sentence. Um, J.R. Tokens, is it J? Yeah, J.R. Token. His mom died from uh, diabetes, and that's because there was no insulin at the time. When you have diabetes, your body can't create insulin, or your body's just immune to insulin. It just doesn't want to take it. So, um, Donald Trump actually made insulin affordable. Was like, you can't just keep raising the prices. Like, oh, what's the guy's name? Martin Scarelli. He uh, he made AIDS medication. He raised it five thousand percent because he wanted more money in his pocket. That was honestly what he, he bought the patent for AIDS for HIV medication, life saving medication, and he um. He raised it like 5,000%. I think it was like instead of like $5 a pill, it was like $500 a pill. So only the super rich could afford it, killing thousands of people that had HIV. So, and it, I think they finally changed it because, you know, thousands of people were dying. And that what they did was um, they got rid of a patent and some other company just made HIV medication so they didn't have to buy it from uh, him. But I think it was another person that made insulin and made it a patent for insulin. And Donald Trump was like, well, you're not allowed to raise it past this point. Well, Joe Biden uh, revoked that. Said, nope, yep, it's gonna, I'm going to make it expensive. Because, you know, they're paying me money. That That's why. <sighs> Sorry I paused, but, you know, I'm just, I'm really just thinking on this stuff. Anyway, that's it for today's story. I'm Jamil Gabriel, and I'm signing off.